joined by Dalton Kellett, take two. Uh, we had to scrub yesterday's because the audio next to the IMSA cars on track was brutal, but wanted to talk, you know, kind of about your social media efforts and, you know, TikTok and all the educational IndyCar stuff you've come out with for the last, you know, since 2022 or whenever that, whenever it started. Where First off, where'd you come up with the idea and, and how'd you get going on everything? Yeah, it's a bit of a, like, the trajectory as far as how I got to the TikTok thing was a bit um, different. Like, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't that into it at first. Like, I remember thinking TikTok is, like, you know, overwhelming. Like, Gen Z yeah. dance, yeah. doing weird dances. It's like, this is ain't, ain't, ain't my thing, right? And, uh, but I, you know, um, understood that, like, as far as when you look at the platform and, like, people's growth on there, it's a good, it's a good there's a lot of opportunity for growing yeah. and falling quite quickly. So it did seem like, you know, that there was potential there. Um, so I downloaded it and I, like, I started following, like, some more STEM kind of people that I've yeah. got, like, like Hank, Hank Green and, you know, those 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 types, right? Yeah. And, like, I saw, and I, and I, I, as you're, you know, scrolling through the thing and you start seeing similar accounts, like, I, I started to realize, okay, like, there are lots of, like, educator, you know, STEM focused accounts on this platform and people are engaging with it um, and by the nature of how the algorithm works it like funnels people to see what they want if that's what they're doing it gets them there so then I, 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 then I decided I was, so then I decided I, I was like alright all right, we'll try like let's do like a pilot sort of thing of you know do some videos after same beat see how it goes and I've been so you know thankful and kind of excited with the reception that, 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 that it's had I think uh, you know just on TikTok and Twitter, lots of engagement with all that, and you know the the, the, the coolest thing for me really is seeing the response from the fans that are you know whether they're serious fans or longtime IndyCar fans, and that they're, that they're learning stuff that they didn't know before. Um, so I think it's this is kind of a really great opportunity to kind of like democratize that like knowledge that you know we all have, and it's just it's not that common to get the race engineer out in front of the camera, and when they do, it's you know for a strategy call on a broadcast or something, and like few of them i think you know, mike hall has a bunch of has a bunch of twitter followers but like very few team personnel have like a big platform on there so i was like you know this is a i just figured that this would be a good opportunity for me to use my engineering background and kind of bring some of that knowledge and you know kind of make it more public like there's there's i, I feel like in racing we fall to the end of the trap of like thinking everything's secret and not wanting to talk about how anything works right. yeah. and then the result of that is like what people are saying on the broadcast or what like fans are saying just isn't right because like the actual knowledge isn't getting out there. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like help with that and, and sort of show what's actually going on. I see you, you know, replying a lot on social media, like, you know, no, that's not necessarily correct. And you know, you give them like good information. Yeah. Is it ever like exhausting replying <laughs> to all those comments being like, no, that's not particularly accurate. Well, I think the, like the big, you know, the funny thing on TikTok is there's a lot of Gen Z. Is that is that the, the, the young ones now, Gen Z? Yeah, yes. I think so. The ones younger than all of yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's like a like because of you know Drive to Survive and like their sort of media push that they've been doing. They have a lot of young fans, and they're F1's pretty active on on TikTok. Yeah. So there's a lot of F1 fans, and like I, I remember I, I did a video. I think my most viewed one has like half a million views or something is like just literally a six second video of one of the mechanics taking the screen off the aero screen and right. then showing the titanium piece under yeah, it because yeah, yeah. someone asked it was a reply someone asked like what would happen if a car landed on the screen it's going to break I was like well no there's actually a halo below that and, you know it's, it's a similar structure so um, I've just had you know scores of 
F1 <laughs> fans like giving me a hard time about about, about the error screen. But you know, you can't reply to all the comments. But when I see you know whether it's a, a thread or a post, and it's something that I feel like I can, you know, in a non like know-it-all way. Like, I don't want to come across as like right. you know the fun police like <laughs> correcting everyone all the time. Um, but if if I see something and and I feel like by replying to that I can contribute to like the global knowledge base, then then I'll try to take the time to do that. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's the way that you do it. I feel is easier to understand right. for the common for the common race fan or for myself. I've been a race fan, yeah. been in racing for twenty years, and there would be things I'd be like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that helps to bring two worlds yeah. together and I mean people dig you man yeah no I, I, I really appreciate <laughs> greetings from evergreen podcasts we're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you the information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers I know most people don't like ads but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on we promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. should be simple. Just put on your shoes and go. And yet, when you try to learn about how to get better at it, especially as you age, you're confronted with conflicting advice, complicated workouts, and confusing nutrition trends that just won't work for you. On The Planted Runner, I'll share exactly how to run faster, longer, and feel great doing it at any age because you don't have time to waste. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and I went from not running at all in my late 30s to finishing a marathon in 2.58 at age 42, all on a plant-based diet. I've helped hundreds of runners achieve new personal records well into their 60s and even 70s with science-backed training, plant-based nutrition, and proven mental strength techniques. Each episode of The Planted Runner is like a private coaching session on the run where you'll learn from me and the guests I interview. You'll get actionable lessons to help you become a better runner every week and reach goals that you never thought possible. Whether you're training for your first 5K or your 50th marathon, take along the planted runner on your next run. Let me show you how your best running is still ahead of you. The kind of uptick in, in engagement yeah. and following this year. You know, obviously we're working as hard as we can to try to get the results to where we want them to be. But I think, you know, overall, that side of it is also on the upward upward trajectory, so I'm really happy with that. You know, we're not starting where we want to start today, but still, I think the the, the progression this year has been Absolutely. has been pretty good, and I think with that increased following, hopefully, I can just you know teach people some more stuff about IndyCar. You know, how long? So you make like a minute video, let's yeah. say. How long does it actually take to like? From you, all right. I've got the idea. I'm going to talk about the steering wheel. To okay, I can publish it. It, it varies. Like some of the tech ones, where I'm just like going to the, where I'm showing my steering wheel or like a part of the car. That's yeah. like pretty much live. I might yeah. do one or two takes. Um, but the ones where I, where I've had the model and I'm showing like some vehicle dynamic stuff, those do take a while because I'll like I'll write out the little slides and stuff. And I, I whenever I do a topic, I'll like because I have a bunch of textbooks back in university yeah. and you know, like 
race car vehicle dynamics. And actually, uh, Kara Adams just gave me a copy of the Bajeka tire and vehicle dynamics book. So I'm, I'm going to do some videos on sort of the material science in, involved in yeah. like how tires actually make grip. So, and and this is stuff that I learned, you know, seven years ago. So I'm reconnecting with some of that stuff. So it probably takes a, you know, for the more involved ones, like an hour or two of like thought, you know, and like writing it's out and stuff. Bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's a term paper. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand most of it, but like I can pretend. Yeah. Is it challenging to like come up with new ideas? You know, you have the Firestone tire idea you're talking about, but at some point, are you like, oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next, or is there always, you know, something you can? The way it's kind of gonna, the way the way it's gone so far, and I kind of see it at least going this year, because um, you know, the, the, there's only so much you can talk about. Right. Um, but like the the thing that I found is like okay, I'll, I the first video was the was the weight jacker, and then it was then I did load transfer, and then center gravity, and then but then in those videos I've, I've already talked about like they've each they've each like created two or three other videos because there's concepts yeah. like like tire load sensitivity, which is why I got that book from Car to kind of dig into that. It's like that has to be the the, the next video because that's a key concept you have to understand. So I feel like it'll just kind of snowball. We'll wrap it up with a weekend question. I know you said you didn't necessarily qualify where you wanted to, but weather's a little bit better to, yeah. today than yesterday and, and even more so tomorrow. So how are you feeling going into you know, the race tomorrow? I'm feeling really good. You know, like I said, it's not where we're not starting where we want to. We're rolling off P24 and that's you know, it's not, not ideal, but it's a street circuit. Lots yeah. can happen. And, you know, we know from last year that we had a competitive race car and I think we've got a good chance to move up tomorrow. So I am, I am excited and looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Well, best of luck and look forward to more videos. Thank you. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.